0: Welcome to Women Rise. What makes me qualified to talk about how women rise? I am a woman living, breathing, experiencing. I'm your host, Melissa. And this episode, we're going to talk about having needs versus being needy. Much like the word sensitive, another very charged word in our English language is the word needy, or frankly, even having needs. And unfortunately, having boundaries or asking for what you need has become increasingly hard as a woman. Needy is one of those insults that speaks volumes about the person saying it and absolutely nothing about the person that it's targeted at. Men who call women needy as an insult, in my personal opinion, are the ones who are not willing willing to fulfill the need. Ironically, men like to call women needy instead of actually addressing our needs. Needs are valid. And if you have too many needs for a single person to fulfill, then that may not be the best person for you, or you may need to ask multiple people for what it is that you need. That's not personal. It's just reality. So what I want to talk about though, is not so much this distinction between needy versus needs. The point here is all needs are valid. All of them. Whether or not, the person that you're with can fulfill them or in the situation you can get them fulfilled is a whole other story. So instead, what I want to talk about today is how to actually ask for what you need. Because a lot of times, especially as women, you know, yes, there are these men calling us needy, but for the most part, we actually do most of the compromising, right? Like we end up taking care of their needs and not the other way around. And largely because we haven't asked for what it is that we need. So this is a topic that I'm certainly not an expert on, but I'm definitely learning and growing and reading a lot about this in all kinds of literature, everything from psychology to personal accounts, because it's a topic that I find really important. So I'm gonna share a few tips from the experts and not from myself that I think are really helpful to learning to actually identify and then practice asking for what it is that you need. Step one. To get comfortable with stating your needs, you have to begin by checking in with yourself. So step one is bringing awareness to what you might need. Do you ever leave a situation feeling really drained and maybe what could have made it better? Personally, when I leave situations feeling drained, it's because I didn't ask for what I needed, even if that need was to leave earlier. Learning to self-monitor and then practicing speaking up is not easy, But the very first step, again, is being able to check in with yourself and know what you need. So maybe there's a situation that you approach regularly, right, that you have to come in contact with. Maybe you have to go to a dinner party once a week and it's a commitment that you've made, but you know that it's starting to take a toll on you. Perhaps rather than cutting it out altogether, you start by setting a time limit and you say, all right. I will attend this event at six, but I will leave no longer, no later, (laughs) rather than 7.30. An hour and a half is plenty of time to enjoy your company. And that begins a way that you can start getting your needs met without having to cut out whatever that particular activity is. So step two, identify situations where there is a gap between what you need and what you are receiving. Much like the example I just shared, But the reality is once we get clear on our boundaries and needs, we can start asking for them. A lot of times our needs are not met because we're not even aware of what they are. So again, thinking on those small scales, what can you do or what do you need in order to feel more comfortable and not feel drained or feel that you've been taken advantage of, right? You know, Sometimes even setting boundaries on our giving can be really important. And these small-scale examples are a little bit simpler, but where it gets complex is those bigger relationships, right? Relationships with partners or long-time friendships. Again, start small, but start with asking or addressing a single need. Don't address every need you suddenly realize that you've had in a relationship all at once. That's where people really run into trouble and you start to get labeled as needy. It's not because you you have too many needs, it's because you shared all of them at once. So start with asking for one need at a time, create space, have a dialogue, and that's really where you're going to learn how much this person has a capacity to either meet your need or not meet your need. Again, you don't have too many needs, but the way it is communicated matters. So start with one at a time, and I promise it will get easier as time goes on. Step four, Remember that your needs are equally important as whoever you are talking with, whether that's your partner, a business partner, a friend. I find a lot as women, we tend to shy away from stating a need that is in contrast with our partner's or friend's needs. If we have the opposite need, meaning more time together versus less, we don't voice it. We fear that voicing it may not get it met, so we don't even bother. But here's the thing, If you have polar opposite needs of your partner or fundamental needs, there's going to be compromise. And if that compromise is too much, it might not be the right relationship. A person who values you and cares for you will hold your needs at the same level of importance as their own. If they don't and they shame you for having needs or call you needy, it's time to exit stage left. So this is particularly challenging thing for me to learn, but an important lesson nonetheless. And what I've found is that each time I've practiced stating a need, I've actually been met with a lot of gratitude if the person was at all aware of me or valued me at all. So another person example, I've been practicing stating my needs for what I need (laughs) in the context of acupuncture. I have a great acupuncturist named Allie at Willow Tree Wellness in Portland. And each time I've been there, I've asked for her to actually leave the light on while I have the needles in me. (laughs) Small thing, but it makes a really big difference for my comfort level. And every time I've asked where she hasn't right away remembered to do it on her own, she always thanks me for asking for what I need. How validating is that? And I promise, you know, as you begin asking for what you need, people who are compassionate and care about you will thank you for it. This was one of the biggest surprises for me, but by far the most positive surprise to hear that people wanted to hear my needs and it actually made their jobs easier or working with me better. Again, asking for your needs begins with awareness, right? So you first have to become aware of what are some situations where my needs are not getting met, where is that gap, and then practice asking on a small scale. For me, another area that I practiced was actually when getting my nails done. So very minor, but sometimes I would just not ask for a glass of water. I was like, oh, it'll be too inconvenient. But i practiced just asking for those little things if they weren't offered to me. And the way that it has changed my happiness level and my own courage level, honestly, is tremendous. So practicing small before you go to the big things will build your tolerance and build your own courage when it comes to stating what you need and getting it met. And then remembering again, that your needs are just as important as anyone else's. This is a big one because it can be easy to bow out of asking for what you need by just assuming that yours are not as important or that the other person won't care. But the only person who is going to stand up for you is yourself. And the only way to get your needs met is to practice courage. The people who value you will value your needs. All right. This was a nice short and sweet episode, but just something that was top of mind. If you have requests for particular topics, or again, want to be interviewed on this podcast, always feel free to contact me directly, Melissa Barker. Until next week, you badass ladies, keep moving and shaking. Check back next Tuesday at 9am for another episode of Women Rise.